Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Hello and welcome to the friend zone with me, Tim Bat, and me, Guy Montgomery. Just kidding, here's a guy. I was handing him his mic. Yeah, that was a visual gag. <laughs> Always Tim, good on a podcast. Tim was holding two different mics. Um, oh my god, we got so many holy shit. Yeah, these go back a bit. Can I start with a real humdinger? And I'd also like to say hi everyone. We've started um chucking up all the old Patreon apps on the mainstream. So the director's commentary I'd be tempted to say was a mistake. Uh, we move away from that format in a bit, but there's a few of them. So you can listen to them or not. They're pretty long. The one for um, Southland Tales, I've got to be honest, I took a really bad turn in trying to describe what was happening on screen and in the plot, and that movie defies sense. So that was a, a misstep on my, my behalf. Southland Tales, though, uh, if you have enough drugs, yeah, well worth the adventure, perhaps. Absolutely. The cast alone is... Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to do a friends only episode where we hear from our mates. Yes. Uh, and you say you've got a humdinger re- ready and this is loaded. From so long ago as well. Sorry about that. Alan. Um, so the subject line is worst idea of all time, maybe save my life. Definitely my car. Here's from Alan. I'll get right to it. I was carjacked at gunpoint the night of American Thanksgiving outside my parents' house. I'm okay. No worries. Do you want to lesson in getting right to the point? Because this guy's serving one up right Al- now. Alan's done it. Everyone pay attention I'm to gonna Alan. I'm going to get right to the point. I was carjacked at gunpoint. Two fellas took my car key and phone and hopped in my partner's recently purchased Prius. I think they were having trouble getting the car started, maybe because it doesn't have a key ignition. But when they did something but when they did, something pretty great happened. My phone automatically connected to the car's Bluetooth and started absolutely blasting episode forty four of the worst idea of all time. I then ran inside and locked the door. I'm not sure what happened outside next but they didn't manage to get the car and drive and left it. I found my phone the next morning in some bushes down the street using some fancy GPS work. All in all, things turned out okay. We've still got the car and maybe there are two new <laughs> fans of the body creeping around the streets of Louisville, Kentucky. 
Thanks for the podcast. Excited to excited to see what you all do next from Alan. Holy shit, the efficiency on that tail. Yeah. That was uh, one of the best letters we've received. Thank you very much for your correspondence, Ellen. Sorry to hear about the incident, but glad to hear that uh, everything resolved itself quite neatly. How freaked out would you be if you were a robber and you went and carjacked well, a car they and don't, you started it up and two Kiwi voices were just shouting they about don't, a movie to you? They don't sound experienced, and so it would be quite off-putting. Like, if you knew what you were doing, you'd just turn the stereo off and you'd be like, shut, shut up, I've got to focus. Exactly. You're in there and there are two... Like, because it would be... Potentially, the sound of two loot, like depending on what state we were in, we could have sounded like we were also in the car. Should I look up episode 44 and see if we can determine from the title which one it was? Uh, absolutely. I am going to respond to a message here. This one was sent to us on the 14th of January this year from Andrea. And it's a great, great message. You're going to love this. I don't I'm even looking know, forward to it, guy. I don't even know if you'll still reply on this account, but it's worth an attempt. What mic did you boys use for the podcast? Uh, right now, you hear us recording on some uh, Shure SM58. SM58, the A most classic. reliable microphone in show business. But in Tim's studio, we use something entirely different. You can pour a beer directly into those um, SM58s, and they still work in a gig. Um, oh. I it's got, the MXL something. They're they're pretty cheap. They're green and gold. You'll find them. You'll find them on um, Amazon for like eighty bucks US. They're, they're not that great. It's just that we've got excellent voices. That's the real secret sauce. I am uh, just catching up on some other messages that we've got here. Uh, a bit of correspondence through February. It's from James Hatfield who sent a link, and uh, he's written. Is James mate- Hatfield an astronaut, or am I imagining that? Doesn't look like one on this profile photo. Yeah. Uh, he says, may not be out of the woods yet, boys. And he sent a link to the website news.com.au with a picture of Kim Cattrall and mm. the headline, kill off Samantha at the start of Sex in the City 3. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's his instruction or the name of the article? Uh, that, was his, that, was, that was the name of the article. His, right. He was just like, watch out. Another one here from our friend Harry around the similar time who sent us a link saying, well, this looks pretty final. Enjoy your freedom, boys. Another link, this one from Jezebel with the headline, Kim Cattrall has had it with Sergius Kapaka's bullshit condolences. They really have had a falling out, these two, haven't they? Hugely. And I like that they brought it to Twitter for all of us to enjoy outwardly. But it was actually like, it was sad as well, because what um, kicked off this recent public tirade was uh, the death of a family member, which is always such a hard thing to go through. And to have to bloody be battling celebrity relationships while you're grieving, not what you want. It's... um. Have you been in any celebrity feuds recently? Mainly just that one, to be honest. You were part of it? Yeah. Oh, did you say, have I been a part of any celebrity feuds? No, I haven't, on account of me not being a celebrity guy. You can still get involved. How so? Just jump in. Just put your two cents in, yeah. Put me in, coach. Yeah. Imagine if you um, were smart enough to conceive of a way to kick off a celebrity feud. We can do that. Who? Uh... It's all about misinformation, isn't it? Surely. You know those... Who do you, do you want to see feuding? Do you know what a deep fake is? Vladimir Feudin. <laughs> Vladimir Feudin. Oh, I like Putin, <laughs> I see. Um, do you know what a deep fake is? No. It's like a, a video where they can put your face onto a body that isn't mm, yours, no. and it's convincing. So um, there's probably... 
there's probably sex tapes out there that are like constructed with celebrities' faces put on normal people's bodies. Undoubtedly. That uh, that aren't real. So if we just got our hands on some um, computing power, you know, went to Weta Workshops in Wellington, got okay. them to render up a few deep fakes, we could, we could finally break up Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Oh, wow. You love Ryan Reynolds. Though. Why would you want to I do know, that? I know, because I want him for myself. <laughs> I want him for me. Uh, a little message here. The worst idea of all time. Listen to the worst idea of all time. Season two for my last two eight-hour shifts. I just want to know where Coffee Guy's going and see if the Rat King finally takes over New York. What do you think they're up to these days, those crazy kids? Uh, well, I mean, Brady has somehow persuaded his mother to run for the mayoralcy of Governor. New York. Governor of New York. Mm. Steve was the mayor, right? I mean, Currently. Bra- was Steve not the mayor during... Yeah, 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 yeah you got it. Brady's pulling a lot of... I mean, that guy wields more power than anyone gives him credit for. He's a terrifying figure. As for Dickbot, I think he's laying low under the you know the harsh glare of the spotlight with relations between America and Russia and having Russian parts inside of him. I'd say he's probably sort of somewhere in Colombia, perhaps. Oh, Colombia. Yeah. What a lovely spot to hide out. Yeah, so warm and so fresh. Absolutely. Uh... We got here. Someone's made a Photoshop for us for Zicoli pasta, organic, Please. carbohydrate, and fiber-free Zicoli pasta. It's Describe water. It. It's water and plastic. <laughs> Hello, boys. I was reading some of the first episode of season three and made this mess for you all. Also, a Blaze Pizza opened in my lovely home of Durham, North Carolina, and I get mad every time I have to drive past it. So that's nice. Durham, Durham, Durham. I'm trying to assess on the fly again. It's this old, my favorite game of all. Have I read this email before? I'm going to start it and you interrupt me, okay, guy? Uh, only if you have. Yes. Uh, yeah, either way. This is from Edward. Dear you two lovely, lovely men, I do not apologize for this lengthy message. Uh-oh. <laughs> Storm brewing. I've only been a fan of the podcast for about half a year now. One of my old co-workers who's known for his roaring laughter is a big podcast fan and turned me into you boys. Correct spelling, I and a Z. We call it turned Z, a, Z. Turned us in. Turned him in. Not on. Turned in. me onto you boys. Oh. Turned me into you boys a bit. Yeah. We're dealing with some sort of wizard. Yeah, yeah. Or a mad scientist. Or a crook. While working, he would constantly interrupt the silence by laughing to himself. The rest of my co-workers and I always wondered what he could possibly be listening to that made him laugh all the time. Guess what? It was you two lovely guys. The worst idea of all time really caught on with the rest of us, and I can confidently, yeah, it is confidently say you have at least two fans from Wisconsin. I thought what whole- a statement of confidence! <laughs> yeah, we're huge in Wisconsin. Two fans, chalk it up. How More many than one. Pe- how many people live in Wisconsin? Several. More than one. Two's not bad then. I thought the whole premise of the podcast was absolutely absurd, but exciting simultaneously. For whatever reason, I was tickled by the thought of a couple silly Kiwis watching the same movie 52 times over the course of a year. When I heard that the first movie was Grown Ups 2, it really sealed the deal. Boy, was I in for a treat. Here's a little background that may or may not provide some clarity to my excitement for Grown Ups 2. 5.795 million. That's pretty close to New Zealand. It's more... I know it's more guy, but it's pretty close. For whatever reason, my dad has always been a fan of Adam Sandler. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of many of Sandler's classics, but my dad watches 
every godforsaken film the man puts out. Naturally, he watched the first Grown Ups around the time it was released, and my dad loved it. Because of this, my dad, my younger siblings, and I constantly quoted this movie when we needed a laugh. Ever since, Grown Ups has always had a special place in my heart. Pardon me for getting a little sentimental. Back to business. I've had an on and off again relationship with your podcast, mostly due to my work and school, but I managed to get through season one. No one tells you you're going to be broken jobless once you graduate from college, so I recently moved back to my hometown to pursue a master's degree in teaching. I'm going to be a Spanish teacher. Good idea. Broken jobless? You know what the fix for that is? More study. More college. Yeah. Upskill. Muy bueno. To pay for school, I work in their office as a graduate assistant. From September to October, I ploughed right through seasons two and three. I drive my girlfriend to and from work every day, so she was forced to listen to your struggles, but is now actually quite fond of you boys. Anyway, I wanted to let you know that I finally achieved my dream of catching up to you boys. I think you should pursue your dream of getting a job, my friend. I love, the, my favourite fans are those who sort of, just through the overwhelming willpower of the genuine listener a sort of stockholm syndrome into tolerating the idea of the podcast you know oh what the people they bring along yeah you mean yeah that's my favorite the people who come to your live comedy show who don't know who you are Mm. have no you know are just like no context no yeah okay i'll I'll come yeah okay did you like it Yeah, yeah 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 one of the things that my parents friends say if they've come to a show and I haven't done well in it, it's one of my least favourite things in the world. Oh. Can I guess it? Yes. I can't believe you can remember all of that. Is exactly. That it? <laughs> how do you remember it all? I just don't know how you remember it all. David. As unfortunate as it is, I couldn't possibly have done it without the eight-watch penalty that Tim so graciously added to your original 52. So thank you slash sorry for your suffering. Quick disclaimer, I meant to send this to you about five or six weeks ago, but time got away from me. Better late than never. Dude, you sent this months, months ago, We lived that life. Don't worry, it's almost over. Per your advice, I still haven't watched any of the movies, mostly because I'm waiting for the opportune moment to play the drinking games alongside them. Whoops. Uh, but alas... I've not the time. Well, I suppose my rambling has gone far enough. Thank you, Tim Batt and Guy Montgomery, for the countless hours of love and laughter. And a thank you in advance for any more content you plan to provide to your loving and sadistic fans. Sorry I couldn't toss you any dosh. I'll try to hashtag pay the boys soon. Dude, you already have. Lots of hugs and kisses from your boy in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Say it loud and proud if this gets read on the friend zone. Otherwise, don't you dare say it. Randy Ribokovich. Go you bucks. P.S. My girlfriend and I have been dying to catch either one of your shows. We even planned a small vacation just to catch one of the last Worst Idea of All Time live shows, but sadly we were too busy. But old Guy Mont in the States, there's still a glimmer uh, of hope. I'm determined to get myself to NZ at some point in the future where I hope to shake the loving yet firm hand of the great Tim Bat. So I guess I expect to, you expect to see me one day? I don't really know where I was going with that thought. Adios. Yeah, boy. What a legend. That was a lovely message. One I wish you nothing but the best of luck with your career as a Spanish teacher. I had a Spanish teacher once, and she was cool. I called her Fifi. Yeah. She didn't like it very much. Oh, her name was Fiona. For good luck. Spanish for good luck. Hey, guys and Tims. I've been a huge fan of your podcast since I discovered it last summer. That's funny. It's a good intro. And I have to say that your cheery voices and suffering for the good of mankind really helped me get through my last semester of university as well as the month following, searching for a job and my recent breakup. 
Your podcast is quite possibly the greatest thing that I have here, and I oh. still have a bit more to go. Congrats on Tim's marriage and best wishes to you both in your future endeavours listening in the snowy tundra that is Calgary, Alberta, Canada, David Curry. Thank you, David. David Curry. He's named after delicious food, but with the first name David. That's right. Um, it freaked me out when you see congrats on the marriage because I am not wearing my ring and I was like, fuck, I've lost it. You are it. still married. I haven't lost it. It's getting resized. Thanks for checking, uh, David. Also, I've got a message here from a New Zealand listener. I can tell because they've attached a photo with a New Zealand license plate on it, but the van is a golden van on the back. It says Gold Star Heat Pumps. And uh, the, the caption that is attached is, good to see Dick full of diamonds is still going after the business went into liquidation. <laughs> Which I love. Uh, obviously, yeah, a lot of chatter about Cynthia, Cynthia Nixon running for New York governor. Which we I love. wonder what her chances are. I wonder if she'll win. I think she's got a pretty good chance. Really? Um, she's yeah. got no political background, right? I've got two more. I've got two more messages to get through. What do you reckon? Mate, I want to hear one of them and not the other one. I think you want to hear both. No. Just one. Yeah, I want both. Okay. Hello, Timbo and Guy Guy. I thought it was about time I told you boys how bloody fantastic you are. Yeah, about time someone talked about how bloody fantastic we are. I've been listening to your insanity since about halfway through season one. Across the years, I've listened and re-listened to you boys whenever my life hasn't been going great. Aww. There's something quite comforting about hearing two people going insane while you cry in bed eating cheesecake. At the moment, I can't afford to pay the boys, but know that some money will show up when I finally get a paycheck. Thanks for your endless hours of gold. That comes from Brooke whose last name I will not say. Good on you. Uh, but you mentioned Dave Curry's last name. Well, he wrote his full name at the end of the Thank message. God. Uh, in Tauranga, New Zealand. Beautiful Tauranga. This is where everyone moved it to. It is beautiful. Now that Auckland's too expensive. And here is the final message for this friend zone. This man is responsible for pain. Man. I did not expect when suggesting Breen for the Deciders Club that it would lead to multiple episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good on you guys. Can you, you just hit pause for a second? You're fighting the good fight. Explain what he's talking about. Uh, so on the, oh yeah, for the uninitiated, on the Patreon, uh, Tim and I, after sort of dabbling with what sort of movies to watch and how to watch them, have wound up settling on a, a rhythm of watching Neil Breen, who is sort of this terrifying Tommy Wiseau-esque visionary uh, who has self-funded and released several movies. He's he's originally an architect from Las Vegas, and he decided to get into the film industry. He's a terrifying man. Fateful yes. Findings, I believe, was the movie that sort of put him on the map. He fe featured at some sort of film festival, and it was like, in the same way The Room was so uniquely bad, it was of interest. This guy did the same thing, but he's done it over and over, and it is not good. They are fascinating projects, anyway. though. What we were doing originally, Patreon is a... The website where some people can give us money on an ongoing basis, a little fiver, you know, monthly or what have you. And if you give a certain tier, we throw it to you guys to tell us what to watch and review for an episode. And uh, and and someone put us onto this brain fellow, and we said, "Stop the voting, everyone. We've got to consume more brain. We got to get through the brain machine." That's right. And we are currently in the Tumblr, and it is savage. <laughs> anyway, uh, Christine goes on to offer assistance if we need help finding. Uh, the movies? Copies of his work, yeah. Oh, it, we do. His, his older films are quite difficult to find. He basically did a short run of them then stopped distributing them when he was beginning to work on Fateful Findings. If you need help, let me know. Thank you so much, Chris, uh, for putting us in this prison and then offering us snacks while inside of it, you absolute pig of a man. Uh, and thank you to 
everyone who's still with us on our journey into adulthood as Tim navigates marriage without a wedding ring and, and I puberty. navigate puberty. Um, can I address a message to the pig dog? We do need a hand with finding those movies because they are mighty hard to come by now. That's right. Neil bring me to so much trouble to make them and then he hid them. And rightly so. Anyhow, I've got to get out of here. I've got a game of football to play, Tim. Oh, okay. We've all got shit to do, guy. What have you got to do? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Party on. Okay, thanks, everybody. We'll catch you really soon, and you can enjoy more of our Patreon givings on this very stream. Goodbye. Well, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy come to the friend zone? And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.